Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Amid South Korea's fourth wave of COVID, spurred on by the Delta variant, the Korean workers have upped their industrial action in opposition to the level of overwork in some industries and the government's desire that people bear the personal cost of the pandemic. Koreans are opposing the social distancing measures and say that COVID has highlighted the inadequacies of the public health system. While unions have increased their industrial action, forcing the government to the bargaining table, the government has also increased its repression and suppression of freedom of association laws. On the 2nd of September, 4,000 police officers raided the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions building to arrest the president, Yang Kyung-soo. The union movement is not deterred by this and continues its militant action. Joining me on today's program to talk about the situation in South Korea is Mikyung Ru, the International Director of the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. Thank you so much, Mikyung, for joining me. Uh, obviously, we're here to talk about the uh, current political situation in Korea and most recently, the president of the KCTU, Yang Kyung Soo, was arrested on the 2nd of September. Tell us what happened. Uh, yeah, uh, on September 2nd of this year, the police with uh, around 4,000 uh, riot police and investigation officers from the police uh, raided in the KCT office to arrest him, the one person. And the Seoul District, Central District Court uh, issued an arrest warrant on 13th of August for allegation a violation of uh, infectious disease prevention and control law and demonstration and assembly act for organizing the uh, mass rally for the workers' lives and safety uh, organized by the KCTU. 4,000 riot police to arrest one person. That seems like quite an overreaction. Um, the the demonstrations that uh, Yang kyung Su. Uh, him and, and, the, and 22 other organisers were accused of organising. These include May Day on the 1st of May. And there was another one, an overnight protest that involved 4,000 delivery workers, drivers. Uh, actually, there's quite a bit of industrial dispute happening in South Korea. Can you tell us what's going on? Yeah, in uh, many, uh, like... Uh, many other countries, uh, uh, Korea is facing uh, the fourth curve of the infection of the COVID-19. And this uh, is expanded to not only for the health uh, crisis, but also the economic and employment crisis. And uh, so uh, in uh, that situation, many workers in Korea are facing uh, difficulties due to the income losses and uh, job losses, and especially uh, in the sectors uh, which are hit hardest uh, by the pandemic, uh, workers are facing uh, mass dismissals uh, and the government's support uh, for job retention uh, is not enough. So there are a lot of uh, workers facing uh, uh, difficulties. So in that situation, 
uh, many workers are demanding for the improvement of the government reaction to response uh, to the economic crisis uh, driven by the pandemic. And they are asking for uh, strengthening of uh, their rights as well. And at the same time in Korea, uh, the number of the death toll by the uh, industrial accidents are uh, override uh, for, uh, of the uh, death toll for, uh, by the pandemic. Uh, many workers are dying uh, from work. Even yesterday, three uh, young uh, workers died from their work uh, while they are doing their job in their workplaces. So many uh, workers and trade unions are struggling for better uh, protection uh, in terms of uh, workplace safety. So yeah, this is the situation of the industrial dispute in Korea. We'll talk about the COVID transmission rates in just a minute, but you said something that I, I want to um, pick up on, which is that more people are dying from work-related injuries than are dying from the pandemic. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about some of the causes of these industrial deaths. Uh, yes, uh, we are uh, the uh, trade union uh, in Korea uh, were very much inspired by the, uh, the the struggle for the threat killing law in Australia, Australia, which uh, was driven by the Australian Union. So yet last year uh, we introduced law on punishment, uh, etc., for the serious disasters, including the industrial uh, accidents and the public accidents. And uh, this is a to strengthen uh, the preventive measure and at the same time the uh, punishment against the uh, corporate which caused uh, the serious uh, industrial uh, accident. And uh, the workplaces uh, death uh, is concentrated uh, on the workers uh, who are precarious workers, especially the subcontracting workers who are outsourced workers in big companies and the, their real employer uh, who are controlling the working conditions and wages are avoiding their responsibility and liability uh, when the accidents uh, occur. So this law also setting uh, some set of responsibility of the real employer, the, the principal uh, contractor in the multi-layered supply chain. But uh, many companies are uh, and especially the big uh, conglomerates resisting uh, in implementation of this law. So they are pushing hard uh, to uh, revise uh, the, the, the newly introduced law to make uh, the punishment softer. So that's why uh, we are emphasizing the high rates of the industrial accident, which is even happening uh, during the pandemic. Now, moving to COVID, what is the general COVID transmission rate like in South Korea in relation to daily infections, daily deaths? And is there a Delta strain outbreak at the moment? Since uh, the first week of July, the uh, number of new cases uh, suddenly increased. So uh, now the uh, level of uh, the uh, new uh, daily new cases like 2,000 a day, more or less. And every day, uh, five uh, to 10 
person died from the COVID-19. And yes, the Delta variant is uh, the major uh, uh, element of the transmission in, uh, nowadays. The vaccination is delayed due to the lack of uh, volume of the vaccine. Uh, the Korean government is facing some difficulties to get uh, enough vaccine uh, to vaccinate uh, all uh, people. And uh, they, they are uh, relying on, on the sacrifice of the ordinary people uh, to stop their, their normal uh, lives and movement. And uh, many people are standing anymore uh, to uh, compromise or sacrifice their daily life, uh, cooperate with the government's measure to contain uh, the, pandem the pandemic. So yeah, the level of infection uh, nowadays is still very high. So I'm assuming that some of those measures that you talked about that required individual sacrifice includes some lockdown measures. What kind of lockdowns are in place at the moment? Actually, uh, so far, the Korean government never declared lockdown uh, for the one and a half years. Instead, they uh, keep social distancing uh, measures, which is uh, categorized based on the number of infect new cases. So now uh, the new outbreak collective or mass uh, infection is happening uh, around the metropolitan city of Seoul. So in Seoul and uh, nearby area, keeping the level four uh, uh, measure of social distancing, which means uh, you cannot uh, go uh, sit uh, in a restaurant with uh, four more people in daytime and uh, two uh, more people at nighttime. And uh, you cannot hold a uh, demonstration. Only one person demonstration is allowed in Seoul uh, under this four level four uh, social distancing measures. So yeah, the, the measures uh, applying, uh, being applied for in Seoul is quite uh, strict. And in other areas, the level three uh, is uh, being applied. And uh, the restric restriction of the private gathering um, is uh, maintained and uh, also the number of participants of any events are restricted. But yeah, we it is not like lockdown, which is happening in Australia now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Now, we've also found that some industries are faring much better than others under COVID. I mean, obviously, hospitality, tourism, these industries are struggling, but logistics and retail is increasing in profits. Is this similar to what's happening in South Korea? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, due to uh, the uh, restriction of movement uh, and the private gathering, uh, many people are, are shopping online and many people are using the delivery, uh, food delivery application, or uh, they also uh, use a lot of uh, parcel delivery systems. So uh, the volume of work uh, for the logistics workers are very high. And uh, deaths from overwork of the parcel delivery workers 
uh, very high, so it uh, was a very uh, issue among society. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. I'm speaking with Mik Yung Ru, the International Director of the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, about the militant union activity in that country in the middle of this COVID pandemic. I, I want to turn to another industry that obviously um, the workers aren't losing their jobs in this industry, but COVID has caused another problem for them. And this is medical workers. So we know that the Korean Health and Medical Workers Union, the KHMU, was planning a strike action on the 2nd of September. Can you tell us what their demands are and the issues in the industry, but also whether that strike went ahead? Yes, uh, exactly. The Korean Health and Medical Workers Union uh, planned to go on a strike uh, for September 2nd. And uh, as I mentioned before, the uh, the uh, pandemic, uh, the, the COVID-19 uh, containment measure uh, by the uh, Korean government is much relying on the sacrifice of the individual and uh, the uh, medical and health uh, steps, hospital steps. So many medical and health workers in the hospital uh, is uh, suffering from overwork. And the pandemic shows the lack of public uh, health, health system and uh, especially the infectious disease response system. And uh, uh, the union uh, went, uh, tried to uh, some government consent or government uh, agreements to increase the uh, healthcare steps and uh, medical steps and uh, introduction of uh, the proper infectious uh, disease response system and the public uh, hospital system in each area. So uh, they try to uh, negotiate with the government with the ultimatum of uh, that day, the September 2nd, and uh, the, they also conducted a union ballot uh, for go on a strike, and they get uh, more than 88% of uh, the vote for uh, the strike in each hospital. So they were ready to go uh, uh, on a strike. But uh, at the last minute, the uh, union and the government, the, uh, the, the Ministry of of healthcare and uh, welfare, and the union uh, made an agreement uh, on some key issues, uh, including uh, increase of the staffing and implement the pilot project for the predictable and regular shift system, and uh, eliminate uh, some kind of uh, unlicensed or illegal medical practice, which is happening due to the uh, lack of a staffing and so on. So the strike at the uh, on national uh, union level was uh, withdrawn, but uh, many uh, workers in some uh, major hospitals are still uh, uh, on strike uh, for uh, negotiation with their own employers. 
Yeah, and just to remind listeners, the the day that those negotiations were happening with the government um, and when the um, medical union withdrew its industrial action because of the deal, that was also the day um, that uh, President Yang Kyung Su was arrested. So starting to see mm-hmm. the buildup of this industrial pressure causing a reaction from the government. Before we go into that level of detail, I wanted to ask, is there Um, So we've got all of these unions who are taking industrial action. We had some of those logistics drivers, the medical um, workers taking industrial action. Is there a broad cross-industry set of demands that workers in South Korea are collectively calling for? For example, are there demands around vaccination? You said that the government was struggling with its um, vaccination rollout and access to enough of the vaccine. Actually, uh, we are pretty much uh, focusing on the the fundamental labor rights, and the pandemic uh, make more visible the gap uh, in terms of the legal protection and rights between the workers in big companies and small and micro-sized company. Especially, uh, it is uh, systematically happened because the Korean Labor Standard Act is uh, only applying for uh, the workplaces are more than five employees. So, and at the same time, uh, the ratio of the self-employed or uh, micro-sized uh, enterprises in the labor market is very uh, high. So uh, it means many workers are excluded from the uh, protection, labor uh, standard acts protection. And at the same time, uh, in, like in many other countries, uh, many workers are precarious workers and many workers are uh, misclassified as uh, self-employed or indep- uh, independent contractor uh, due to the spread of the digital and platform economy or gig economy. So uh, in that situation, the Trade Union Act of Korea uh, is applying for only uh, those uh, in uh, formal employment relationships. So the most vulnerable uh, and most uh, hard, uh, hardest hit uh, uh, by the pandemic uh, are not uh, out of the uh, legal protection and the fundamental labor rights. So uh, we are demanding uh, the labor law revision uh, to make it in line with international standard as well as uh, to expand uh, these rights for all workers regardless of their uh, sides of workplaces and regardless of their uh, employment uh, status or the employment relations. So the fundamental labor rights and uh, basic uh, labor law protection for all workers are kind of uh, cross industry set of demand, I believe. So all of this that you're talking about, you know, the the demands of the logistics and the medical workers and then the focus of the KCTU around the rights of general rights of workers that have been highlighted, the um, the the inadequacy of workers' rights that have been highlighted by the pandemic. Do you think that the arrest of Young Kyung-soo 
is actually in the context of all of this militant trade union activity and, you know, not just being a a policing matter like um, what they said, it was because they breached the COVID rules of social distancing. Or do you think the targeting of officials through these arrests is actually a part of the general anti-union politics of President Moon Jae-in? Well, I think both. Uh, actually, uh, the, the legal provision on punishment of the violation of the infectious disease control and prevention law uh, is like uh, just fine uh, of three uh, million Korean won means uh, three thousand US dollars. So it is not uh, expect uh, the the prison term uh, for the violation, but uh, anyway, the uh, police uh, arrested him and detaining uh, him uh, even before the indictment uh, are launched by the prosecutors. So yeah, this we believe uh, the infectious disease uh, met, uh, measure by the government uh, failed. Uh, due to the uh, inadequacy of the the, the role of the vaccine and there are no proper uh, measures taken by the government. So they want to find a safe goat and uh, they targeted a a union, uh, especially uh, the uh, most militant union and uh, very active on the streets. So yeah. It is the background of what, why uh, the arrest of the young ones was happened. And at the same time, uh, the Korean, uh, the, the current government actually declared that they are respecting labor government and they promised a lot of things uh, during the, the uh, election campaign. Uh, but uh, they declare, they, they uh, promise uh, everything, but they don't have a proper. Uh, policy uh, means or policy measures. Uh, so they failed uh, to meet their uh, promise or their uh, campaign uh, pledge uh, in many areas. For example, they failed to uh, transit uh, the precarious workers in public sector into regular workers. And they promised increase the minimum wage up to 10,000 Korean won by 2020, last year, but they failed. So yeah, the the labor policy uh, a lot of the government uh, failed to uh, implement it. So they they want to uh, demonize the trade union as a kind of uh, self-interested organization, uh, which doesn't care about the public interest or the safety and health of the the general public. So that's why they uh, targeted the KCT as a violator of the infectious disease control measures. Well, there is a campaign calling for the release of Young Kyung Soo. Can you tell me a little bit about this campaign? Yeah. not only uh, the KCT members, but also many uh, civil society and human rights organizations uh, are joining campaign for release of Yang Gyeongsu. And uh, they are emphasizing that the, the COVID-19 control uh, measure taken by the uh, 
Korean government and the social distancing measure is uh, uh, too much uh, relying on the restriction of the freedom of association assembly. At international level, the response from the trade union in other countries are very active. So many unions around the world expressed uh, their support for the KCTU's struggle and uh, many uh, international organizations like IPUC and other global unions also express their uh, demand uh, for the release of Yang Gyeongsu. That was Mik Kyung Ru, the International Director of the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, talking to me about the militant union activity in that country in the middle of this COVID pandemic. And that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. The music for Accent of Women was written and produced by George Kanjeri. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning into the show. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.